Hello and welcome to Master Red, the Charizard TCG and Pokemon Podcast. I'm your host, Rafi Avakian. Today on this episode, episode 31, we're going to switch to a new season. It's going to be season 2. Episode 31 is now going to be episode 1 of season 2 of Master Red, Charizard TCG and Pokemon Podcast. On this new season, we're going to be focusing uh, less on the games and more on the Pokemon magazines and various articles that we pick up uh, along the way. So I'll be sharing the tips and tricks from these magazines and the news from each game. We'll still be continuing on playing TCG, updating our decks. And playing Pokemon Go as well. Please check out episode 30. Which will be dropping. Which dropped uh, around the same time as this one. Uh, That episode is based on Pokemon Go. Creating a championship team. Yes, the winning team. And uh, we also play Scarlet. All right. So, if you're going to want to get top Pokemon knowledge of news and everything that's going to go on and all about the games, here it is. Master Red Charles RTG Pokemon Podcast is going to deliver that. So, there are some two magazines that we'll be covering in this season. One is the Ultimate Guide to Pokemon. Another I just picked up, the Big Book of Pokemon. First, we'll start out with the ultimate guide of Pokemon. Does you see the big book of Pokemon? It look, it's all the new stuff. Ultimate guide of Pokemon is some of the earlier stuff. Alright. So, ultimate guide to Pokemon. And I want to bring you guys a different perspective than any other kind of Pokemon podcast have you ever heard of before. Check this out. The Ultimate Guide to Pokemon. Look at that page. Yeah, Charizard under the, the Blastoise. Beautiful. So, The Ultimate Guide to Pokemon. You can find this from at Barnes & Nobles. You have a special collector's issue right here. And in the back, you'll see all the Pokemon cards. It looks really cool. So, we'll be looking at Chapter 1, which is Celebrating Pokemon. It says, 10, Pikachu, the most famous pocket monster of all. 12, page 12, how it began. Pokemon started as a Game Boy underdog and grew into an unstoppable empire. Page 16, everything to know about Legends Arceus. And page 20, shiny and renewed. So we're going to go in chapter 1 today. It's Pokemon World and we just live in it. Check this out. That's a really cool picture if you're watching the video. All right. So as always, we review Pokemon-related topics. And I bring you guys um, free 
Someone has moved my stuff around. Free code cards to go over today for the Pokemon training card game. We'll have Brilliant Stars. Brilliant Stars gives you the opportunity to get Charizard. Yeah. Beast or Charizard. So the first code is 4R9 QV7Q B Jackson J X R J J. And you could see the code 4R9 QVZQ B J X R J J. That's brilliant stars. So today is going to be nice because you guys only have two brilliant stars. Three, three brilliant stars code. Whoa, I love brilliant stars. That's my favorite one. Okay. Welcome to the world of monsters, it says. This is pre-chapter uh, one. Let me go ahead and read you guys. Pokemon is everywhere. It's a best-selling video game series, a long-running anime property, an improbably successful trading card game, and everything else you can imagine. Honestly, even if you've never delved into Pokemon, the chances that you've heard of it are all but certain. It's also the highest-grossing media franchise of all time, a total, a, a title it might never lose. But what is Pokemon exactly? And why is it so successful? Well, you're about to find out. Over the course of a little more than 25 years, Pokemon has grown from Game Boy staple to global success story, with a blockbuster franchise expanding in ways that no one could have predicted. Just like the hundreds of creatures that it's focused on, Pokemon has evolved, all while remaining true to its core tenets, collecting and raising many, many monsters. In this issue, you'll find out what it makes what makes Pikachu such a fantastic mascot for the brand, how each generation of the game series differs, and how Pokemon Go effectively created an empire by stripping down the gameplay to its most basic elements. You'll also dig deep into the history of anime protagonist Ash Ketchum and his many journeys, the explosive popularity of the trading cards and the various times that Pokemon has shown up on a big screen. Finally, you'll be treated to a Pokemon A to Z, running down some of the more interesting beasts in the franchise, and you can even take a quiz to test your affinity for it all. Pokemon has been loved by fans of all ages around the world since its introduction more than two decades ago. Here, we'll look into the specifics of what has inspired their passion and what has kept them trying to catch them all for so long. What a brilliant introduction. Introduction and look at Ash Ketchum over here. I've been seeing the uh, the news on Facebook of of him being retired. Look at this. It's Ash Ketchum and Pikachu just laying down. Chapter one. How wonderful is that? Pokemon it says is the highest selling franchise of all time, beating out Star Wars, Mickey Mouse, and Hello Kitty. And we go into deep dive into Pikachu, the most famous pocket monster. Of all, he's right there in the back. Let's do this. Chapter one Pikachu is the most famous animated mouse since Mickey, the best known Pokemon in the world, who's been a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade since 2001 and has adorned multiple airplanes, is the mascot of a $105 billion franchise 
and yet he wasn't even a starring character in the original games. How did this cuddly yellow critter become such a global phenomenon? Western audiences were introduced to Pikachu in the very first episode of the Pokemon anime. It aired in North America in September 1998, 20 days before the Pokemon Red and Blue games were released. In an episode titled Pokemon, I Choose You, 10-year-old Ash Ketchum dreams of which starter Mon he'll get, the fire lizard Charmander, the grass-type Bulbasaur, or the water turtle Squirtle Squirtle. But when he gets to the Professor Oak's lab, he finds they're all gone. Only Pikachu, a surely electric mouse, remains. Pikachu starts off pretty prickly, but eventually he and Ash become inseparable. While Ash's Pikachu in the anime is a boy, Pokemon critters in the games didn't have genders until Pokemon Gold and Silver came out in Japan in November 1999. Pikachu was of course originally designed for the video game. Game Freak character designer Atsuko Nishida said the first version of Pikachu was a dumpling-shaped creature with no definition between its head and body. I love dumplings. Let's get back to it. Those iconic electricity-storing cheek pouches were inspired by squirrels holding food in their cheeks, and a zigzag tail was designed to evoke a lightning bolt. When Game Freak had an internal poll to decide which Pokemon would have official artwork in a game's manual, Pikachu won by landslide. Then, when anime was in development, director Kunihiko Yuyama decided Ash shouldn't have one of the regular starter mons in case gamers felt sad their starter wasn't picked. So, he chose Pikachu. Interesting. Interesting. The mouse's chubby design combined with powerful electric moves comes across as both cute and cool. As the Pokemon company simultaneously released a TV show, video games, and the trading card game, Having a recognizable mascot was important for tying the brand together. With a striking yellow and black color scheme and an adorably simple face, Pikachu was perfect for merchandise. Even before the animated series started, products developed at the time almost always included Pikachu, lead character designer Ken Sugimori said in an interview on Pokemon.com. Pikachu wasn't available as a starter Pokemon in the original video games, but Pokemon Yellow, released in 1999 in North America, promoted Pikachu to a starring role, letting the cute yellow mouse who hates Pokeballs follow you around and support you on your adventures. Since then, Pikachu has appeared in every movie in all but a handful of the anime's more than 1,100 episodes. And out of the main video games, Pikachu is only absent from Pokemon Black and White. None of us really thought Pikachu was particularly special. Tsunekazu Ishihara, president of the Pokemon company, said in 2016. Time has proven him wrong. Other critters may come and go, but Pikachu remains. Right. So let's go. Five fast facts about the electric mouse. Let's do it. So it's right here. Really cool. I love this. Number one, Pikachu's name comes from the Japanese onomatopoeia Pika Pika, meaning shine and sparkle, and Choo Choo, the sound that a mouse makes. 
2. Originally, Pikachu had another evolution after Raichu, named Gorochu. The orange and yellow Pokemon had fangs, horns, and looked like a god of thunder. Really cool. 3. Pikachu's popularity has spawned the fan-dubbed Pikachu family, or Pikaclones. Every generation, a similarly adorable electric-type rodent with cheek pouches joins the franchise. Examples include Pajirisu, uh, Emolga, and Togedemaru. Number 4. An official 2021 poll ranked Pikachu as the 7th most popular Pokemon in Japan, behind Dedne, Sinchino, Sableye, Snivy, Magnemite, and Swadloon. Interesting. Number 5. In 2008, Japanese scientists discovered a protein in the retina that helps carry electrical signals to the brain. Its name? Pikachurin. <laughs> That's really cool. Okay. Could have, should have named uh, Tesla Pika. How it began. Sorry, Nikolai Tesla. How it began. Pokemon started as a Game Boy underdog and grew into an unstoppable empire by Daniel Dockery. Here we go. Here's the... Oh, look at that Game Boy. Oh, man. Red and blue showing there. You can read. Let's do this. How it began. Chapter 1. Celebrating Pokemon. The age of Pokemon officially started on February 27, 1996. It's an Aquarius, just like myself. February 17. Okay. After six years of development uh, from the nascent studio Game Freak and with the distribution backing of Nintendo, a pair of games, Red and Green, were released for the Game Boy in Japan. What had been a stressful production, Nintendo didn't really get the concept of cute characters who were traded, not killed, blossomed into a multimedia empire. The games flourished and were followed by countless adaptations, ranging from multiple manga series to a trading card game to an anime TV show that continues to this day. The Tiny Monsters led to an unstoppable franchise that in 2020 had $1.1 billion in sales. Thanks to kids like me. So unstoppable, in fact, that it went on to conquer the world taken by Nintendo and localized into red and blue versions that took North America, Europe, and Australia by storm. Kids everywhere marveled at what seemed like an experience tailor-made for them. Hundreds of monsters, a silent young protagonist, and limitless adventure. Guess who that was? That was Red, buddy. Master Red, Charizard TCG Pokemon Podcast. <laughs> Based on Red. Okay. Hundreds of monsters, a silent young protagonist, and limitless adventure. Combined with more training cards, more toys, and a string of animated movies, you had pop culture domination. An argument that Pokemon was a fad and destined to follow in the footsteps of discarded Beanie Babies or Tamagotchi was flushed. Pokemon was here to say. I really did. I tried to get Tamagotchi, but... Huh. Look at that. <sighs> So we have from top to Game Boy Color and its black and white predecessor sold more than 118 million units. The original Red and Blue were named the best-selling role-playing games of all time in 2009 by AGN. And the left is a, a Nintendo Switch, of course. Best-selling games of all time by AGN, uh, Red and Blue. 
best believe okay so that's how it began <clears throat> still going so it says so some pictures here really cool all right and since then nearly every year had brought a new wave of pokemon games and expansions on the various corners of the franchise Gold and Silver, Ruby and Sapphire, Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, X and Y, Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield. These and many of their upgrades and spin-offs have remained go-to titles for multiple generations of Nintendo consoles. The kids that grew up with Pokemon now share their love of it with their children, turning the pocket monsters into the world's largest media franchise. The abilities on the popular training cards have only become more powerful and the prices have soared. Thanks to social media influencers, and auction headliners, the trading card game received a major second wind in 2021. Stores sold out as viral videos were shared of people tearing through aisles trying to find them. Cards like the beloved base set Charizard, Charizard, <coughs> have fetched hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's right. And the anime continues to tell the story of the eternal kid Ash Ketchum. His journey to be the best like no one ever was. He entertained kids of all ages since the late 90s. And with the latest series now on Netflix, the anime is screening in more countries than ever before. It doesn't hurt that more than 25 years into its existence, Pokemon continues to broaden its reach. The mobile app Pokemon Go was a hit upon its release in 2016, with 2020 becoming its most profitable year ever as the game has been downloaded more than one billion times meanwhile the pokemon company is not content to rest on its laurels with legends arceus released for the nintendo switch in january this was released i think about last year and the franchise's long-awaited ninth generation of games rumored to be arriving this year as well that's the one that scarlet and violet been playing it seems that Pokemon's options only broaden with time and its success deepens solely on how far the company is willing to go. So, Pokemon's biggest celebrity fan apparently is uh, Ronda Rousey, is a UFC, a UFC and WWE legend who won an Olympic bronze medal in judo in 2008. Ronda Rousey was voted the best female athlete of all time in the 2015 ESPN fan poll. But she's also a star in the Pokemon world thanks to her longtime love for the franchise, which began with trading cards as a kid and then moved to the video games. In 2012, she was revealed as a moderator in a Pokemon Stadium 2 forum under the handle Mew182 and continued to tout her knowledge of the series, even declaring her favorite Pokemon is a black belt wearing throw. In June 2021, she turned her baby's gender reveal into a Pokemon-themed video complete with the animation of an egg hatching in the classic evolution music, revealing the surprise that it's a girl. She and husband Travis Brown welcome daughter Poe, short for Lakea Makalapukalanipo. That's September. Hope I did that justice. <clears throat> Let's look at the main players in Pokemon here. Who created it? Who developed it? Let's deep dive right here. So Satoshi Tajiri is a name you want to know if you think you know about Pokemon. The creator of Pokemon Tajiri was inspired 
by the bug collecting he did in the forest around his suburban Japanese home as a child. Though he no longer directs the game, his influence on them and the world he created remains an integral part of the franchise today. That was his picture right there, Satoshi Tajiri. In in, in um, Ashes, also name is Satoshi in Japan. Um, let alone fact, the the guy that invented Bitcoin, I think his pen name is Satoshi. Yeah, because you're gonna get small big pieces of Bitcoin are called Satoshis. Yeah, they're like the pennies. Very interesting there. Anyway, so Satoshi Tajiri is a creator. He loved collecting bugs. Um, Shigeru Miyamoto was this. The creator of series like Mario and The Legend of Zelda. Ooh, if you like those. Miyamoto also saw promise in Pokemon and helped shepherd Tajiri and Game Freak into Nintendo's fold. So Shigemaru brought Satoshi into a Nintendo. He was also the man who decided that each version should have its own exclusive set of Pokemon. Type. That's why the training began. Uh, then we have Ken Sugimori. The artist and designer was one of the first people to be attached to the franchise. He worked with Tajiri before Game Freak was even a game studio and simply served as Tajiri's self-published magazine. Sugimori's monster designs set a standard that is hard to beat. That's the designer of uh, Sugimori. Ken Sugimori designed the Pokemon. And who's Junichi Masuda? Let's see. A longtime creator at Game Freak, his technological know-how became a major reason why Pokemon was able to cross the finish line. Taking over directorial duties from Tajiri Masuda is known today as a figurehead of the series and serves as ambassador between the studio and the public. So he's a face of Pokemon right now, Junichi uh, Masuda. So we see Ken, we see in order Satoshi Tajiri, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, Ken Sugimori, and Junichi Masuda. And then we have one more character. Sunekazu Ishihara. Currently serving as the president of the Pokemon company, Ishihara has been attached to the franchise for many years. He's also been heavily involved in developing Pokemon tie-in products, with one of the, his most notable accomplishments being that he was a force behind creating the trading card game. Wow. So if you like TCG, one of the guys who's the force behind it, Sunikazu Ishihara, you can thank him for that. All right. Those are the main players of the Pokemon franchise. And if you haven't played, uh, it, it, we're going to go into everything you need to know about Arceus. And then next episode we'll do chapter two will be about the video. So let's dive in to everything to know about Legends Arceus. Myth and mystery are front and center in the franchise. Excuse me. Hot new game. Look at the picture, guys. How cute is that? Again, guys, if you want to see this on video, you could you could watch it on video as well. So you get a video and audio. <clears throat> so it says three totally new Pokemon are introduced in Legends Arceus, along with at least five historian forms of known monsters. We'll go 
into this. It's kind of a nice deep dive into the past in the past year. In case you haven't picked up our uh, Legends Arceus as well, this is a very good introduction to that. So, um, so we have some pictures right here that I'll, I'll talk about later after we read it. Uh, let's just be honest. Pokemon Legends Arceus looks amazing and we couldn't wait to get our hands on it. Just like the Diamond and Pearl games, Arceus is set in the Sinnoh region, but way back in the past when it was known as Hisui. In Arceus, which came out on January 28th, you play a pivotal role in creating history as you study, catch, and train the region's wild Pokemon to create Hisui's first Pokedex. Oh, loved it. In this sense, the game sees you in the role of a Pokemon explorer in a world that is still taking shape. The promotional trailers for the game make it clear that Pokemon Legends Arceus is set long ago, before ideas such as being a Pokemon trainer or having a Pokemon League even existed. Instead, Pokemon are found in the wild, untamed and unknown. We think this is pretty cool. I did too. You're based in a place called Jubilee Life Village with plenty of traders and people to hang out with. Having your fashion photo taken with your Pokemon in the local studio is even an option. There are lots of wild Pokemon and some of them really push you to the limit in combat. One bug rock type Pokemon called Cleaver has giant axes for arms and is a feared noble Pokemon. This new classification of monsters is looked after by wardens. But beware, when these nobles get frenzied and run amok. Cleaver and other noble creatures, including Wordier and Basculegion, are accompanied in the game by Wilder, scarier versions of Pokemon monsters you may well know. No, including supersized mega mean wild version of Gyarados, Luxray, and Earthring. We have also seen a domesticated squat blue Pokemon called Munchlax, so not all of them are wild and ultra terrifying. Nintendo promises that Arceus is unlike any Pokemon game to date, and that's true. As the game world is much larger and open like The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The game also has more clean, clear, and concise menus for the management of your items than we've seen in other recent outings. For us, the open world realms and visuals are the real showstopper though. The massive landscapes you get to explore are possibly even more stunning than those that blew us away in the Breath of the Wild. With Nintendo combining more open-world role-playing game elements with that Pokemon-inspired sense of fun, Pokemon Legends Arceus is set to be a blockbuster. We're betting you like, you're like us and lined up to grab a copy as soon as possible. Enjoy. And I hope you guys did. And if you did, this is very uh, nice, like, kind of looking back at the year. Basque Legion evolves when a basculine is possessed by the souls of other basculine that didn't make it upstream. That's crazy. Uh, next one. Generation Eyes. Uh, Gyarados is among the monsters making an appearance in the game. So we see Gyarados down there. We see new kids on the block. Don't expect to find familiar Pokemon trainers in Legends Arceus. Instead, look for several wardens. It appears that the distant past when Pokemon were wild and untamed, wardens helped feed and tend to the wilder noble Pokemon. You'll come across more than a few of these folks, including from left an olden, older warden named Iskin, a hat-wearing girl called Leanne, a young female named Mai, and a lady known as Arezu. So these, these uh, characters also showed up in the Pokemon training card game this past year. <clears throat> it says, are you brave enough? So this is Cleaver. This is, um, yeah. And we see 
Zoroark and Zorua. Are you brave enough? Most of the trailers for Pokemon Legends Arceus were exactly what you'd expect. Friendly, colorful presentations showing off the landscape and creatures of other aspects of the game. However, there's a sinister side to Arceus to be unearthed and it can be explored, if you dare, by checking out a scary Blair Witch Project-inspired found footage video. In this blurry film, you get a hint of something much scarier and more malevolent as hiding in a dark cave atop a desolate mountain in Hisui. A lone explorer finds something in the cavern that sees him running for his life. So what causes panic is soon incarnations of ghost-type Pokemon Zorua and its evolved form Zoroark. While they look sweet, both are pretty scary, with their powers deriving from fear and spite, and their attacks revolving around their ability to create frightening illusions. You have been warned. All right, they actually were uh, recent, very recently released in the trading card game. All right, that is the piece on Legends Arceus. Hope you guys enjoyed. It's going to be in the next piece of for last piece for um, chapter one is going to be Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Um, all right, and Shining Pearl. Let's do it. So this is a picture. And if you guys have seen my episodes uh, before in uh, on video, you'll see that this magazine's been in the background. And very, I'm very happy to be reading it to you guys. Uh, shiny and Renewed. Pokemon's Brilliant Diamond and Shiny Pearl, the first Pokemon games to not come from longtime developer Game Freak, are faithful and fun, but do they have the wow factor? Steve Polak, same author. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl arrived just in time for Christmas 2021, so it's been about um, two years, and the games were everything we'd been led to believe that they would be. These enhanced versions of 2006 games for the Nintendo DS Diamond and Pearl revisit the snowy realm of Sinnoh and the same roster of enemies and Pokemon, but now in glorious 3D and on the much more powerful Switch hardware. New developer ILCA has made some welcome tweaks in an effort to balance play too. The most notable of these is that fairy type of the Pokemon, which never saw the light of day in the original game and only appeared later, are thrown in a mix here. This is a wise move, as these creatures like the powerful Gardevoir, Routes, and Curlia countered an unfair dominance that Dragon and Dark Pokemon type types had in the original game. And um, if you guys had checked, uh, episode 30 is going to have of season 1. Um, I talk about my, Gar uh, I think the one actually before that, 29, I talk about my Gardevoir and ho deck. Meanwhile, uh, Mawile is the only fairy type as a version exclusive and is only found in Brilliant Diamond's Grand Underground. On top of this, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl allow you to effectively use a mobile phone like a Poketch device. This is quite an achievement. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. As the Switch doesn't offer the dual screen functionality of the DS. The Poketch works well and is kept in the corner of the game screen. You can zoom in when you need it to help find items or check up on the status of your Pokemon. The one significant area where the remake really leaps ahead is when it comes to online features. The original games Nintendo's first venture into online play were a little hamstrung by the technology of the time and also by design. Uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl are both miles ahead when it comes to ease of use online. The interface is much simpler to live with and the process, as you'd expect, far less played by technical challenges than the originals were. 
The game doesn't mess around either, and you are asked to pick your first Pokemon pretty much as soon as you start to play. The choices are Grass-type Turtwig, Defire, Monkey, Chimchar, or Water-type Piplup. Turtwig is the strongest Pokemon early, and because you'll get stronger Water and Fire-type Pokemon later in the game, the other two aren't worth begging. <laughs> Best believe I still chose Chimchar. Even though their elemental benefits are important later in the quest. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl feature really pretty reimaginings of Sinnoh and the story is one of the better tales from the older Pokemon games. If you missed the original series, there is plenty to keep you busy here. The terrain in Sinnoh, it says, goes from woodlands to beaches while weather like rain, hail, and snow can affect your character's battle moves. It's really cool. Bug or bonus feature. Uh, one interesting occurrence in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl has people talking. It seems in some instances your follower Pokemon can inadvertently walk into hidden bonus items and reveal them to the player. We're not sure if this is a bug or helpful feature, but it's something you should take advantage of if you see your companion Pokemon seemingly get stuck when they walk into something that's invisible, that isn't visible, but is there nonetheless. It's bound to be something valuable, so make sure you grab it. Meanwhile, the games were updated in early December to fix glitches used for speedrunning and shiny hunting that enabled some gamers to complete the game in just 17 minutes. Wow, talking about... Uh, they probably completed the game and ruined it for everybody else. So, we have reached the conclusion of Chapter 1, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. It's a half an hour episode. We'll continue doing it this way so that I can get more episodes out to you guys. Otherwise, the two, two and a half hour episodes will take a couple of weeks. Um, and I want to get to you guys sooner than later with episodes. So let's do it. I'm going to go over that last code card for Brilliant Stars. It's 4R9 QVZQ BJQ well, no, one more time. Sorry, guys. I'm going to show it here. 4R9QVZQBJXRJJ. 4R9QVZQBJXRJJ. You open up your Pokemon TCG Live. You can use this as a brilliant star code. Stars code. Um, also, guys, uh, I'll try to I'll be plugging in the shirts. Here's my... Um, <clears throat> Here's a shirt right here. Really cool. Look at that. Master Red Pokemon Podcast shirt. It's a baseball tee and a long sleeve. There are hoodies as well. I'll be plugging in the into the description. There we're, we're doing again. So season two, we're gonna have we're gonna finish this magazine and then we're gonna go into the brand new magazine I got. Um it's 110% unofficial. But um, the big book of Pokemon, we'll, we'll go into that. So today, we read chapter one from the ultimate guide to Pokemon. I want you guys to get up to speed on Pokemon and what it is. And um, then we'll move forward from there. Uh, please, guys, listen to episode 30 for season one. That's going to be last episode of season one. Uh, season two might see more shorts such as this. Guys, uh, um, I want you guys to know that I have updated 
to a subscription basis. Um, all the new episodes, every new episode, of course, will be free. And then when we get new a newer episode, that free episode will be uh, will be blocked for subscriptions. Subscriptions are only two dollars a month. Um, please subscribe. So and that will unlock all the episodes prior. So what I want to do is I want to give everybody access to the newest episodes. And um, if you want to if you want to listen to more of the episodes, then please, guys, go ahead and do that two dollar uh, subscription. What happened was before it was donations and uh, we didn't get any donations. So um, this is kind of like a hard stop. Please, guys, I appreciate it if you guys support the podcast uh, through your subscriptions. You may also uh, please uh, check out the T-shirts. This beanie is a Pokemon beanie, so this is not from Master Red. But check out the the baseball T-shirt. There's um, and check out the Facebook group if you want any uh, um, really cool uh, Master Red. Things that are not on the store, such as a mat that I can order for you guys, and um, card sleeves. They're really cool. It's the same design as this. It's a Game Boy, red Game Boy. And uh, hearkening you back to the original days of red and blue that we just read about on today's episode. Hope you guys got up to date and hope you guys have a wonderful a uh, wonderful rest of your day guys check out i'm gonna drop um episode 30 is going to be dropped at the same time um uh, check that one out that one's going to be uh playing games the games of pokemon go um and so so on and so forth i'm going to give you guys that last uh code right here guys um today's last code is j q7 h w l Q9VDDNP JQ7HWLQ9VDDNP JQ7HWLQ9VDDNP Thank you guys. Um, thank you guys for consistently showing up, consistently listening. That's what keeps Master Red going. And again, please um, like. Uh, I don't know if you could like on this, but please go ahead and subscribe and put a heart, I think, on your podcast so that um, you, this podcast could show up and then you could follow up on it. Thank you, guys. Uh, also, Master Red also has a, a website as well. Please go check it out. Um, uh, you would have to go to the website for for all the content to, uh, that's free. Um, if you want to go get the all the content free. You're welcome to go to the Master Red Charizard TCG and Pokemon podcast website. Again, please, even if you're you're able to get go on the website, get it for free. Please uh, uh, support the podcast in in any way you can, um, and that will help us continue going and giving up to date uh, information on Pokemon and be able to develop decks and sorts of things that you guys need to learn and update your resources thank you guys um um i love you guys for thank you for listening appreciate you all thank you for listening from around the world and this is master red and i'm out